Ready Check Radio. Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast brought to you by Ready Check Radio. And boy, do we have a show for you today. We're going to have to keep it under control so it's not hours and hours long, but this past weekend... We had BlizzCon, so tons of news to cover, starting with World of Warcraft and rolling straight through basically everything Blizzard's ever done. In fact, we're going to cover a lot of stuff that Blizzard did way long ago. If you're listening on Spotify or watching on YouTube, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Give us a follow on all the socials, and hell, you know what? If you're not uh, doing anything Tuesday night, Head on over to twitch.tv, Ready Check Radio, and hang out and chat with us. Get your opinions on the show. But first up, the hosts joining live from BlizzCon are in the field reporter, Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. How are you, sir? How's it going? Uh, How are you doing today? I can't, I can't complain. You are live on location doing the reporting yep. for us. Yep. But you also have an achievement. Uh, I do. Torgast buddies went on an endless adventure in Torgas with Mike Byrne. Your company is reward enough. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. You, you and I were, think that's about all. We're every gonna, second of it. Yeah. That's, loved every second. That's that's about all we're going to say about that. Also on the line, Angela Mercurio, a.k.a. Indy. How are you? Hi, guys. Look at your new lights. Awesome. You're all snazzied. It's, it's, it's a little different now. Um... But yeah, I decided to just kind of try something different. It Here is, we are. It is looking snazzy. You're not I'm at BlizzCon, though. I'm not at BlizzCon, but I'm super excited to talk about everything they revealed. Everything. 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 Of course, we will have Jason after the show, even if we're a few minutes over our normal one hour run run one hour ish run time. Jason will still be streaming, so we'll bring him on at the end. No lore or lies tonight, though. Uh, we did not have one last week, so that we did not have to set up a segment this week. And it was also uh, Missy and and her partner's anniversary, so they they had that going on. So no lore or lies today. We'll pick up with that on uh, next week's show. Uh, Back to Laura, closing the show with Laura Lies. But first, I mean, let's get right down to it. So BlizzCon, we had the opening ceremonies. We had the panels. We had the cooking show. Indy, how'd that go for your friend? Oh, my God. It was so amazing. So it was all pre-recorded, right? And I didn't realize that during the whole cooking show, Lulaboo was going to have two, two people talking to her the whole time, like two Blizzard people talking to her the whole time. But it's cool because they kept the conversation like they talked about Burning Crusade Classic and then um, she made some amazing war burgers. And uh, it was fun because as it was streaming, she was on her channel watching it with her community. And at the very end, like all of us got choked up and, and uh, you know, a little bit because 10 years ago, 10 BlizzCons ago was actually when we met and when we were there just as fans. And who would have thought 10 years ago that she would be closing out a BlizzCon like it was just truly amazing, and it was actually really like super touching to see. So that is super awesome. Yeah. 
That is very, very cool. There's, It's funny, like, if you've never gone to a con, and I've never personally gone to BlizzCon, but I've been to conventions for other games, uh, it's it's weird. It's a different experience. If you've never gone and you're a fan of whatever, uh, Blizzard titles or Final Fantasy XIV when they do the fan fest, and, of course, post-COVID, like, you know, being able to do these things again, I highly recommend that you get to one. If you can only get to one in your entire, just go to one. Pick one for yeah. a game you like and go to one's. Is that? And it's an entirely different experience. You're going to meet incredible people. Uh, even if you went alone and didn't know anybody, you're going to leave knowing a lot of people and having had a good time. Uh, there's just and, nothing like it. And even if the con is a little lackluster, so to yeah. speak, like, you know, maybe the year that Diablo Immortal was the headlining right in between expansion stuff like that i still i think that's actually my favorite blizzcon besides maybe my first one that i've been to and i've been to like four or five blizzcons now um and i just really enjoyed that one because of the people and everything that, that was there blizzcon for me it's not so much about the announcements those are all fun but it it's going there and and meeting the people obviously that wasn't the case this year but you know this still, year, still it was fun. all about the announcements, my friend. Yeah. All yep. about the announcements. <laughs> Probably uh, why this one doesn't fall very high on my my list yeah. of BlizzCon. And I kind of want to... still enjoyed it together, though. Like, a lot yeah. of us still watch together. Yep. And like, yeah. Like, watch know. parties and stuff. Made yep. the best out of the bad situation. And oh, I absolutely. I kind of want to start there, because this was not exactly in between expansions, but this is on the heels of an expansion release, so they don't have a, War, a, a Warcraft expansion to announce. We know Diablo 4 is working, but that's not until 2022 at the earliest. We know Overwatch 2 is working, but that's not till 2022 at the earliest. We know that Diablo 2 was a thing going into this, or at least we highly, like, high probability suspected it. There were no huge mega new IP, new expansion, new sequel Which they hinted at. announcements. They they did kind of hint, yeah, we'll get to that. But they, they didn't have big announcements, uh, but they still carried a two-day conference online. So knowing that... They focused on the, the fans. I think, knowing that know, the announcements were going to be a little on the weaker side than a, than a huge expansion announcement BlizzCon and shifted to online only... What was your review of the the show entirely, Indy? I well, truth be told, I didn't watch the entirety of the show. I think the the most hype was the opening ceremonies, the end of the uh, con, and also I caught some of the you know the other um, panels, but not in full. Like I didn't actually sit there for hours on end. So, but what I think they did was give us something give the community and the players something to celebrate and look forward to because this year is totally different rather than canceling the con altogether and giving us nothing they still gave us something that we could like all come together and enjoy together so i i'm very happy with what they presented and and honestly you're going to be surprised with some of my feedback on things like diablo that i said i would never be into <laughs> I'm hyped mm -hmm. for it now. That rogue trailer, pretty badass. I mean, we, that rogue trailer. We'll get seriously. to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zista, we kind of predicted that maybe the duplications might have been hiding something that really did not pan out to, no, to, to be the I case. Was, it was, was very disappointed. Just straight duplications. <laughs> but you've kind of already mentioned it, so let's let's go into that. They did kind of tease 
a a new product, a new project. Well, they they said multiple IPs in the future, so it's not just one. They're they're saying there are other stuff in the works. They're not ready to talk about it, and it doesn't seem like it's you know resurrecting Starcraft Starcraft Ghost that everybody wants. You know, it seems like it's a completely new IP. So um, that's not to say that there might not be some Blizzard titles in the works that are in current IPs because I'm guarantee you there are yeah and we've but, talked about like the the two mobile titles for warcraft and stuff like that right. that we already know about but they they stress the word multiple ips so so a know. little bit of a tease i mean not yeah. not anything to sink your teeth into but more <laughs> just a, a hey we're working on it soon tm so i guess before indie bursts we should probably get to the announcements uh <laughs> First, uh, we'll go. We'll go with kind of the smaller one, but they did use this to kick off the show. The Blizzard Arcade Collection. One of my favorite announcements. Yeah, was announced. What's crazy? Lost Is Vikings. That what the whole time. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. That, you're fine. Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, Rock and Roll Racing, all classic, classic Blizzard titles. I'm talking Blizz pre Activision classic, pre Warcraft classic, you know, 16 bit classic, like that classic all released in one little nice arcade collection. Now, you can go buy it. However, many of you watching this show likely got it for free if you purchase particular bundles uh, along the way in your battle.net launcher. You would have gotten them on your account, and you got it as soon as the announcement was made. Now, a little note here. They have warned on Rock and Roll Racing, be careful yep. if you're going to stream that because even though they're chiptunes, they are recognizable by the algorithm, so officially, they recommend muting the music, which to me kind of defeats the point of streaming that particular game. Uh, 100%. It's there's a very different a, experience when you can't hear the music. There's also a mode in there um, that's like the uh, ultimate experience. I forget exactly what it's called or definitive edition that has the actual license yeah. tracks. And, and that's a lot of fun, too. Um, one one complaint with rock and roll racing, and it's my only one, It's it's... Seems small, but it, it would have been huge. Would would just easily been add online multiplayer. Like that that would have been amazing. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised that that wasn't there considering the stuff that they did add to these titles, or at least some of the functionality they added to these titles with the, the enhanced formats that they did. Um, uh, you know, almost having the game behave like a ROM, right? Where you can do the yeah. save states and you can rewind and, and doing all kinds of fun stuff like that. Now, truth be told, when these came out, I have played all three of these now, but back in the day, uh, at times of release, the only one I had ever played, Indy, was Lost Vikings. Uh, were you intimately familiar with all three titles? Not all three, no. But I was very familiar with Rock and Roll Racing. I knew, like, I had this feeling that it wouldn't be streamable because of the the music issue, and it's like, it's a it's such a bummer. But at the same time, I am going to probably play these games off stream just for fun. And when the announcement came about for these games, the funny thing is, is I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, oh, is this just going to be all over these? Because <laughs> it just, it, it seemed like something totally down his alley. Yeah. So. Lost Vikings, I, I've never had a chance to play. Uh, same with Blackthorn, but Rock and Roll Racing, I owned on the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. I, I owned it twice. So I'm I'm really excited to be able to have that on my PC to play whenever yeah. I want. The other benefit here too was that it wasn't just PC. 
was also Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, plays great on PS5 and Xbox Series X, they say, but obviously it's not a specific version. It's through backwards compatibility. Uh, and yeah, you got you got all of it. I just just on a side note, I want to say Nintendo promoted Blizzard's thirtieth or thirty fifth anniversary more than they did Zelda's thirtieth, thirtieth, thirtieth more than Zelda's thirty fifth. Yeah, so far, so far, <laughs> there's still a lot of year left. <laughs> True, and we know we're getting a Breath of the Wild two announcement at some point this year. <laughs> Check out Gaming Gumbo for more information on that one. Uh, so that was nice. A nice way to kick off the show. Here's a freebie for most of you. And uh, it's I, I actually don't even know. How much is it if you didn't get it for free? I don't think it's all that know, expensive. I got it for free. Yeah. I can check on the Nintendo Switch. That, that, would, that would be a good Yeah, I don't think it's all that expensive. Yeah, uh, I, uh, it, it can't be that much. $19.99. $19.99. You can see the theme, though, that they're going with with the entire con because it's almost like every announcement had to do with something about going back, going back, going back. Yeah, it's funny. I think the word nostalgia didn't come up a, a couple of times. No, Just no a, they didn't. They never mentioned nostalgia like once. Theme, and I love it because who's more nostalgic than your favorite classic priest? I. I'm pretty sure nostalgia came up once or twice. I might like I wasn't listening to every word, but I'm pretty no. sure I heard the word nostalgia being <laughs> tossed about like once, Halloween candy, Halloween candy. Uh, and then, of course, we move to the big dog. It's, it's Go ahead. 30 bucks on the switch. 30 bucks on the switch. Uh, the site said 19.99 on the PC. So mm-hmm. um and that's World of Warcraft, right? And Shadowlands patch 9.1. Now, some of this was leaked pre-show, uh, and we did discuss a little bit of that last week through an accidental emailing of the press kit mm-hmm. on Blizzard's behalf. Oops. Uh, so we knew Chains of Domination. We knew a new 10-boss raid culminating in a fight against the Banshee Queen herself. Sylvanas. Uh, and then also a eight-man mega dungeon in the vein of, you know, Return to Karazhan. Uh, what's the other one? Mecha. Mecha. Yeah, Mecha. Uh, and a whole new location, Corthia. Now, I'm showing the B-roll here. This is the story cinematic. I'm sure we're going to speculate on this a little bit. But as far as the announcement as it came live, I'm, I got to say... I watched the trailer here, the the story trailer, and I was like, God, I haven't felt this way about World of Warcraft since ICC. <laughs> I, I mean, 100% without a shadow of a doubt. Like, yeah. and I'll, I'll set aside that that was my, like, heyday in World of Warcraft when I first started and raided and followed it and lorded it up and everything. Setting that nostalgia piece aside, I just have not felt about the game the way I do right now since that time just as far as playing, whether it's raiding, whether it's running Mythic Dungeons. And that's with all the gripes that I have about the way gear works and the way certain things uh, work in the expansion. There's definitely room for improvement, Zista, but I watched this trailer and listened to the announcements and watched the slideshow, and I must have had a, uh, I, I believe you call it a, uh, a shit-eating grin on my face the <laughs> entire time. Like I was probably yeah. like 15 years uh, years old, 
And the story trailer just makes you go, ah, God, come on. No, I don't want to wait for this. Put it in there now. I need to see how this plays out. I was very, very happy. I still can't figure out what, what's the deal with, like, why does he automatically get a bowl cut? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's just, you know, what the jailer wants. And what the jailer <laughs> wants, the jailer gets. I think, you know, right. Missy has been speculating, our uh, lorekeeper, Lil Missy, has been speculating for quite a while about uh, Arthas and, and Shadowlands. Uh, and I think it's really hard to watch the Chains of Domination trailer, Azista, and not feel like we just saw the beginning of the Arthas character intersecting with the Shadowlands storyline. Um, yeah, they there's definitely some correlation, especially with the runes and stuff, and you see the way those work, and you have to wonder, like, how much of the Jailer was controlling the Lich King, maybe? Influencing things going on there, tied with Nerzul and all that, like, you know, we don't we don't know. We, there's, there's a lot of speculation to be I think the there, biggest but... part in the trailer for me is when Uther's being escorted past uh, mm -hmm. Anduin, as Anduin's approaching, and he reaches down and, and grabs the, the wound from Frostmorn on his chest as Anduin yep. walks past as if like it, you know, it hurt him all of a sudden or it, he felt something there. Uh, obviously, he has no reason to have that reaction from Anduin. No reason to have that reaction, Indy, from even the Jailer. There's only... The little Harry Potter. Yeah, there's only one person that gives that reaction to the Frostmoon scar on his chest. And, I mean, as Arthas. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Got a little bit of possession here. Anyway, your thoughts on uh, the trailer, the boss raid, getting to fight Sylvanas, uh, that sweet, Ugh. the mega dungeon, eight eight bosses. I wish Final Fantasy did stuff like this. I wish Final Fantasy did take cues from World of Warcraft on the way endgame dungeons go. I hate expert roulettes and having one dungeon in them. That's stupid. But mm -hmm. anyway, that's for a different show at a different time. Go ahead, Indy. I mean, I, oh, like when I saw this trailer, I was so hyped for it because we get so much information in just that little short clip. Uh, we obviously see Uther. He grabs his chest as Anduin, who we think is, well, Anduin. He's a little possessed. Possessed. Yeah, he's a little. Possessed Anduin. You know, he's just a smidge. Walked you know, by. enough to glow the eyes and shit. Just yeah, a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you knew something was up right away before he even reaches the Archon. And then after you see him morph into his like true self now and you see him stab because he, he talks about needing a key and the only way he's getting that is to stab the archon and i'm thinking to myself my mind you know where my mind goes okay she's the you know she's she is bastion do they need something from the winter queen do they need something from the primus do they need something from Zenathrius? are we going to get him back out that's my first thought. <laughs> you just you're just looking for a way to free your boyfriend. That's well, all. If he needs if the jailer truly needs <laughs> these things, but then my community's talking about like, well, you know what? Denathrius wasn't really against the jailer. He probably would have given his his freely. So maybe he doesn't come out, maybe. But I I still want to see some sort of way where we band together and you know, Denathrius maybe gets on our side of the fence. I know it's probably not going to happen, okay, guys? But let me dream. She so wants her boyfriend. She's like, I know a guy. I know a guy. We need help? I know a guy. Hey, if anybody's powerful enough to put up a fight against the jailer, it's definitely him. And 
I feel like the whole Sylvanas thing is there's no way we're killing her. No, I don't think so either. Because in that same cinematic, if you look at her eyes, her eyes say everything without her even having to speak. Like she, there's regret there. Yeah. You can see it. She's not, she's not 100% on board with this anymore. And you got to give props to Taryn Gregory and that whole team that works on on the cinematics and stuff like that, the in-game cinematics. Like they did a fantastic job just conveying all the emotion in Sylvanas without without words. Like Indy said, like you, you see that moment of like regret with Anduin, like what have I done? And then the the look on Sylvanas, like, am I really a part of this right now? Like yeah. the. There, there's something going on there and I can't wait to see more of that but the yeah. rest of it is like I felt kind of up to that point I felt detached because like I don't care for Bastion's zone I'm not Kyrian I don't know those characters very well I don't really give a crap what happens to them well, on a personal level I that's don't. interesting that you say that because in 9.1 in our new zone uh, Corthia we kind of start to see it was talked about in in different panels a an almost emerging of the covenants right they've got to come together indy they've got to start working together they've got to start helping people we're as the players going to facilitate that and not only uh were they talking about it as a storyline choice like this happening as a natural progression of the shadowland story but they're also talking about something we brought up last week uh on the show picking a covenant and kind of if you don't change not really knowing what's going on with the storylines yep. of the other covenants well turns out blizzard kind of thought maybe that's a good idea that we should do some i'm sure they heard it on the show last week and just threw it into Absolutely. blizzcon like a day yep. or two later that's what happened yep. they changed all their plans in <laughs> about changed less than, all of it you know 24 hours yeah <laughs> On yeah, on a whim, but they are yep. going to be implementing uh, quests in the new zone for us to kind of get a mini little catch up on what these other covenants are doing now that we're in a zone where they all have to interact um, uh, together, and then also traveling in that area. It'll be easier for us to travel. Oh, and by the way, overall with flying, sorry, not in the maw, but that's fine. Uh, but no reputation grind for it this time. So as long as you've been doing your Covenant story, you should be fine on getting flying. So interesting that they're kind of taking it where we speculated last week that the game needs to go. You got Everybody wants to get a flavor of these Covenants, even if you don't like Bastion, Zista. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't care for a flavor of that Covenant at all. <laughs> no. But it's just like, yeah, we have... And, and we're a little biased here because we're all Venthyr on this side, but like yeah. we also had an entire patch and a raid group dedicated to our story, so we're a little spoiled right now. So I don't, I don't want to look at that too much and be like, oh, I really don't care at all what's going on with them, but I don't. Um, that's just the unfortunate <laughs> thing. But when Sylvanas was tied to it, now I'm a little more invested in it. You know, the stuff going on with Anduin, probably my least favorite character in Warcraft right now. I'm a little more invested in him. So they did a good job. They did a fantastic Mega Dungeon's going to be centered around the Brokers indie called Tazavesh, the Veiled Market. So not a lot we know about the Brokers, except people in my stupid Torgas group like to kill them, apparently. Oh. Uh, <laughs> was it me? Was it was, was not, not Zista. Me. <laughs> it was not Zista. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, guys. 
<laughs> Does this really change anything? Yes. And we're on floor bit. nine. Come on. <laughs> no, I think I think we were on six or, or something like that. Or maybe even three. I don't remember. No, it wasn't that early. It, to it was it was we were we were in uh the twisting corridors, right? So it was yeah. the long one. And he died one time and he was gone for two more floors after that. And yeah. I was like, Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so we'll get an eight man or an eight boss dungeon themed around nice. that. We didn't get a lot of information on that one besides, yep, yeah, that's, that's it. So hopefully we'll learn a little more about the mysterious brokers. Speaking of Torghast though, Indy, they are definitely adding at least one new wing, possibly more, possibly more to Torghast. They wouldn't confirm anything. They just definitely are going to be adding one new wing to Torghast. Maybe, maybe maybe it'll be the endless wing. The the Torghast is so here here somebody in my chat called it Chorghast and that's how it feels to me now because the only reason to actually do it once you've you know fought your way through twisting corridors and done all of your campaign quests rescue whoever you need to rescue get all of your um your companions out of there really all it's there for is for your soul ash that's if you need it. If they're adding a new wing, I would hope that there would be some kind of questing associated with it. So there's a reason to really go in there if you have everything else that you could possibly have from Torghast. I mean, you know, you want to give, <laughs> Nike called it Borghast. Yeah, Chorghast, Borghast. I enjoy Torghast, but not if it's just for just getting one thing out of there. Like, it, it gets boring. So hopefully it, it comes with some incentive to go in there. I don't know. I... I don't run Torghast every single week, but at the same time, when I do run it, I run it with like three or four people, and we have like boomkins and tanking death knights that can stack chains, and mm -hmm. it's just the, you melt the place. So it's yeah. just it's just something to do while chatting with friends and and whatever. So I, I don't I don't look at it too deeply. It's just like it goes by really fastly, you know, really quickly. You're you're not spending much time like focused on doing the actual thing. You're not talking about strategy and doing it. It's just something mindless to do while chatting. It's and that's fun. pretty much the way I treated it when we did it Friday yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys, I didn't want to say this until we had cleared it and we're out of here. But I honestly only picked up twenty seven phantasma on that run because I didn't lose <laughs> shit. <laughs> let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, all in all, I let's let's okay. We'll do we'll do like a one to ten rating on the World of Warcraft announcements. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half, solid nine, right in that area for my own personal rating. I think they did exactly what they needed to do uh, with that announcement. They set up some great story. They've got they've got me hooked. I'm sure they've got a lot of other people hooked to see what happens here. Um, Mega dungeons, a fan of, loved Return to Karazhan, so. I'm looking forward to this one too. I don't think I really ran mech because I was literally in that expansion, just kind of coming in, max leveling, getting the main story and leaving uh, in, in the last couple of expansions. But Return to Karazhan, I did pop in for specifically for that one and loved it. So I think they, they got me. I'm going to give it an eight and a half, bordering on a nine, Zista. What about you? I'm, I'm a lot harder to please, so I'll put it this way. The... Uh, um... Well, that and you Blizzard don't care Arcade about collection. story. You don't even read your quests. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> the Blizzard Arcade Collection. I'm gonna give an eight out of ten because that was like a complete surprise to me. Um, 
we we kind of already knew almost everything that was coming out with this, unfortunately, due to spoilers. And I, I have to factor that in because my excitement for it was definitely a lot lower because I, I knew what was coming ahead of time. So unfortunately, this is like a, a five or a six for me out of ten. Um, I'm, I'm still excited for this you're stuff really, to come. You're but, really going to hold, hold the fact that things were leaked against it? You're, I like, mean, I have to. I'm just to, rating the announcement, not the... The announcement was fine, but surprise I... surprise factor. Yeah. The announcement... Well, the announcement... Like, I'm talking about the announcement at BlizzCon. What, like, we already had this announcement, you know, on the show last week, right? And I was more excited for it then. I'm less excited for it during BlizzCon. It's just the All fact right. of it. So he's going to be the Olympic judge throwing up the threes while everybody else yep. is like eight, nine. Jeez. 100%. In, Indy, where I'm a are lot you? harder to please. I'm, Indy, I am. Indy, where are you on this? Uh, so on the WoW uh, announcement cinematic, I'm going with a solid nine. It could be up to a 10 if we discover at some point. I just like the possibilities that it opens up the door for what's going on and what's going to happen to all these other covenants. What's going to happen to all their leaders? You know, will we see Denathrius come back out? Yes, I hope so. Um, uh, and, so that could, yeah, that Ellie could and Chad is right. Indy would give it an 11 out of 10 if Daddy D gets released. Uh, I mean, just Easy. one. Blizzard, Blizzard, please. This can't be the last we see of Denathrius. He has such, I think he has such a, a part to play here in the, in the, uh, the demise yeah. of the jailer. That's why you want him out. Yeah, that's we can't 100% take on the jailer why. without him, though. We that's need like you know one hundred percent. Um, <laughs> as far as arcade goes, I'm gonna give arcade eight out of ten. It was a definite surprise, and I'm super happy that they're gonna be bringing back some more old content. Um, anytime I hear that something is gonna be brought back, Ellie knows me better than I think she think she does um but yeah i think that the opening was amazing and i'm easy to please but that that was awesome speaking of old content or returning to things next up we had world of warcraft the burning crusade classic expansion announced another one that was spoiled so zista rates it a two uh, and that I think was we'll going to just... be my actual number. You're not. A, no. You're not even wrong. Two out of ten. Yep. And I think we'll just move on to Hearthstone at that point. No, I'm kidding. What? No, 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 no. Uh, so classic expansion announced again. We knew this was this one was coming because of the whole press kit disaster. But yay. it wasn't even the press kit. What about weeks ago when when we had the survey leaked? Yeah, months ago. You know. Um, so, I mean, not too much to talk about here. There are a few points that I, I'd like to get your your takes on, though. First off, uh, yes, everything's going to be with it. You know, your level 70, your two new races, your flying mounts, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. Now, they did make really specific points, and Holly Longdale had a lot to, to say on this topic, having come from, you know, running EverQuest for a while, for a very long time, and now working in uh, the World of Warcraft classic arena. Um specifically about they aren't using exactly you know the old builds uh they are making some modifications to that to eliminate bugs to work around bugs uh or which i thought was interesting because they've made upgrades to wow classic putting the old code on it causes some issues so they have to kind of update it there but there's not going to be a whole lot of... I mean, you're not even going to have a, uh, a dungeon finder, right? So they're not, like, massively overhauling this. But 
you should have a little bit of a better experience in some respects. Uh, spell stacking, not or a batching, that's not going to be a thing, right? It was back in classic. It's not or in in BC. It's not going to be in BC classic. Um, so they are making some nice changes there, which I think they need to. Zista, to your point that we worried about last show, how are they going to roll this out for classic players right now? Are you just forced to go? Is it a whole nother server? We got the answer to that one. And actually, I think they pulled this off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, they're allowing you to either progress the character uh, to stay into the, into the move it forward into the Burning Crusade, or you can leave it behind on a classic server. You get your choice. And that's exactly what I was hoping for. Um, I personally don't care about any of this going back to play the, the previous expansions. I'm all about moving forward. I don't want to go back. Burning Crusade was my least favorite expansion in the history of World of Warcraft. So, so I you're not liking not... the events this week? No. No, definitely not. I, time walking I, is BC, I by quest, the way. I Just it so up and I'm like, you know, everybody knows time walking this week is BC. I know we mentioned yeah. it on every show. Give you an update. It's BC today. Yeah. Uh, they're also giving you the option, though, to pay for a character duplication if you want to, yes. Andy, which yep. I thought was a, a clever way around uh, some uncomfortable choices on either having to give up the character or start a new one from scratch. They will be selling level boosts, too, and I was kind of surprised by this one, but there are a bunch of limitations on this level boost that aren't on the normal retail uh, level boost. This one will take you to 58, but you can't use it on either of the two Burning Crusade races, the new races, uh, the Blood Elf or the Draenei. You can't, uh, and you can only get one per account. So you're not going to be able to just grab up a bunch of them. I actually kind of like this. I know some people don't, though, Indy. Where do you stand on some of these changes? I'm upset. I'm heartbroken because I'm a Blood Elf, and I don't want to restart i've already leveled a priest up to 60 on classic i don't want to start from scratch and burning crusade i want to dive right in hellfire citadel and like start questing through all that stuff there but when everybody else is enjoying all of that content i'll be like level one blood elf because i have to be a blood elf why do you have to be a blood elf because so what I do is I go back. Yeah, I know Zista doesn't like to go back. I love going back. So I go back and I recreate my experience in the game that I had when the game was, you know, when it was new. So when Classic launched, myself and some friends, we all rolled Alliance because that's what we did in Classic. We were all Alliance. Okay. And when Burning Crusade Classic comes out, I'm going to have to be a Blood Elf. And yes, I leveled my Blood Elf like from scratch back then, but that's not really something I want to recreate for myself. I want to be able to dig into the content, you know, Burning Crusade content. You know you know what I did back in the original Burning Crusade before Probably I maxed out level? No, 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 I, I played it. The very first thing that I did, I ground Sporgar Reputation to Exalted. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like something uh, you do. Mm-hmm. Collected all those glow caps, turned them in. Did you max out Aldor and Scryer back then? No, no, I, I left it. I left it at Sporgar. That was it. 
one thing that we should note here is that raid bosses in particular, we spoke of changes, raid bosses in particular are going to be, uh, for lack of a better term, pre-nerf. So, oh, it, yes. so you're, if you like hated the Vosh fight, Lady Vosh, because it was just incredibly hard and then you beat it when it was nerfed, well, you're going to be going up against it while it's incredibly hard. Now, they will put the bug fixes, if there were any, for those raid fights in so that you don't have to deal with the bugs. But like any health nerf or damage nerf or anything that came later, those will not be there at BC launch. Um, you will be fighting the harder version of those raid bosses. And that's, you know, Lady Vosh in Sunwell, um, or I'm sorry, the Muru fight in, in Sunwell, all of the, the usual suspects when you think of hard bosses in BC. So I think it's uh, kind of neat. This is also WoW Classics. Uh, they're the players. This is their their last chance to get to enjoy their attunements. True. BC was the last expansion for attunements. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paladins, by the way, uh, you will both you will both have your seals, Vengeance and Blood. It's called something different. I I know, but you'll you, they were trying to make that unique. You know, the Paladins feel unique in Horde and Alliance back then. Now they're just going to give you both seals. The one that you naturally had, I think, at level 54, and then you'll get the Hordes version if you're Alliance at level 70 with a slightly different name and vice versa. So you'll have both of your seals uh, because although they were to be like competing <laughs> abilities, one was a little better than the other as it always pans out. Now, when are we going to see this? We don't know. Sometime this year. I think we're pretty close, Zista. They did talk about having a beta very, very soon. Yeah, I say summer. Uh, I think that's when Classic launched was like, what, June or July? Something like that. So I'm expecting it sometime around there. Indie, looking forward to it. I actually liked BC. I really, really liked BC. Yeah, I loved BC. I mean, well, here we go. Uh, So back, way back long ago before... Back in my day. Back in my day, uh, there was a... uh, a bad guy named Illidan that I kind of latched on to um, before Denathrius. I saw your tweet. You've been bowing to bad guys for a long time. I do. And here's the thing. It's not just because it's a bad guy. It's because of their story. Like, Zista doesn't care about the lore behind a character or why he's doing what he's doing, but I Just look at him. He's riveted in what you're saying right now. He's absolutely (laughs) riveted. He's falling asleep. Listen, Illidan has a past that led him down the path he took and it's sad and you know like not every bad guy is just evil for the sake of being evil they do the things they do be for a reason and so i yes i like to read their history and latch on to them because i believe in redemption i gotta give this one for me a seven zista as much as i like bc and i like the idea of having classic servers i'm not personally going to play it it was nice and nostalgic to go see it i'm a firm believer in the you can't go back on some things um and and this is probably one of them i have a feeling if i went back there's going to be a lot that i don't like now that i was willing to deal with at the time Plus, I'm wrapped up in other games, so I do my WoW uh, Shadowlands at these specific times. I do my Final Fantasy at these specific times. I, there's no room for a WoW Classic uh, in there. Yeah. Uh, by the I way, didn't... they did say a uh, little note, because this could change things in the future. They're not opposed to doing Wrath of the Lich King. We know that's happening. They're not. That, all happening. they said was that we're not opposed if that's what fans want. 
Yeah, I think they're that's just, where it has to stop, though, way right? Through. I know. Do you think so? I don't think it can. I don't. I don't I think, think that's so. the intent. I think they have to. I, I don't think that's the intent. I, I think they have to at this point. They they've opened the door. I think if they do Gotta wrath, they open the door. They're because going a lot, to do wrath. a lot changed with wrath that we still see today. Yeah. yeah. And, and I no, think that they, there's the no way wrath was like one of their best selling expansions of all time. There's so much like wrath was one of my favorite. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not I, arguing. I, with you. I think they're going to do it too. There's no way they don't do it. There's no way. But like, I, you guys are talking about like me hating story and stuff like that. That's not the case. That's not the case. Yeah. I enjoy the story. I enjoy the villains. The villains have always been my favorite aspect of the story. I just don't care about the good guys. Zista, you that's said why I'm earlier, on you said, I don't care about lore. I, I was talking about Josh. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love Josh. I was hanging out on Josh's stream last night. He was he was playing, uh, uh, I forget the name of it. The uh, Valheim? Uh, yes, that's the one. Valheim. He's playing that. I was I was hanging out with him like three hours in his stream last night. Um, he but, still tolerates uh, you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we all used to raid together so that that's another yeah. you know what like going back isn't so bad if i could go yeah. back i've been there i've done it i want to keep moving forward i want to see new things i mean there's that's a like... part of me that would love to go and grind shadow labs for my warlock gear and to finish off attunement for karazhan karazhan no surprise for anybody who watches the show my absolute favorite raid in yeah. emmy any mmorpg of all time and that's coming from a final Except fantasy for dead 11 mines, right? when you can remember the dead mines? yeah that wasn't a raid shut up um it's my, I, you know, I would love to go and do that again, but I just don't yeah. think I can. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick at like a six and a half, seven. It was nice for the nostalgia hit. I'm happy it's coming. I doubt I'll get into it. Um, so that's you legitimately all it nailed it with me though. I'm giving it a two out of 10. Ouch. Indy, I think you're probably going to score highest out of the three of us here. Nine out of 10. Um, and I'm very happy that they're keeping the bosses pre nerf two reasons. A, it's historically accurate. That's the way that it, they came out. And B, the players have proven to Blizzard that re-releasing old content like classic, you know, um, and sending people back into what was then an extremely hard raid like Max Aramis, and seeing how quickly things are getting cleared. I mean, come on, let's like let's up the difficulty level. And yeah, not everybody's going to clear the week that these raids are released, but that's what it's about. Let's make things hard again. Yeah. Now, uh, if somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't see anything, but I also didn't watch the entirety of the q and I only got about halfway through it. Um, did they say anything about the account-wide mounts, pets, and stuff like that? Whether they're oh, localized? No, not to... that I saw. Okay. Great. That's, that's great my quotes. only concern. Great quotes out of context. You mean would they be able to share like between? I don't want them retail? to share with live. Yeah, with yeah, retail. I don't so, want like, that. Yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think people so. just being able to go back and farm stuff that like we got way back in the day that isn't available anymore. Mm -hmm. And have it on retail? No way. No, I I wouldn't think so. I'll quit the game. I I wouldn't think so either. I, really? 
I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I mean, I'd be pretty damn close because everything <laughs> that I mog and wear and like everything that I use in the game is just a throwback to uh, Yeah, but vanilla. yours is all from Molten Core. You can still go back and farm that stuff now. Now you can't farm tier 0.5. Mm. Or Benediction. I thought there was some way to get 0.5 still. Yeah, you can go and get the appearance of it, which yeah. I'm not happy about either, but... Well, yeah, if you really I just want to say that you heard it here first, gang. Indie 2021. <laughs> let's make things hard again. Next up <laughs> is Hearthstone Forged in Baron's Expansion. Again, we knew this Nostalgia. was coming. This was not leaked, though. This was they, they right. teased it. Uh, so we knew that it was kind of horde-based, that it was yeah, phrasing. Why are we not doing phrasing <laughs> anymore? Um, we knew that it was going to be horde-based. We knew the Barons and the Quillbores were in there. Getting a new mercenaries mode, and we talked about it last week. Indy, you're very, very stoked for essentially Hearthstone Classic. Very much so. I enjoyed that game when it first came out because of the the playing style, um, and I feel like what it's become is so far from what I started playing the game for. I started playing it because I formerly played Magic the Gathering, and it seemed like a watered down version while incorporating some of my favorite, you know, Warcraft characters. Um, so yes, I enjoyed it when it came out. I kind of like started to back away from it when the game changed so much. And so now having this core pack of cards that we can go back to and play the old style and like that definitely appeals to me. And they've also added in um, another playing mode that's almost like a mission mode, like campaign, that looks pretty cool. Mercenaries mode. Yeah, that's actually. the mercenaries mode. This this expansion's a pretty big change, though, across the board, Zista. Besides getting you know the normal expansions and you know 135 new cards and and, and all that fun stuff. That stuff is typical to expansions, but this is going to be a. Uh, massive kind of overhaul to the way uh, classic and standard uh, or basic cards and, and classic sets work and the whole standard mode shifting a bunch of stuff out replacing it with a 235 card core set which is a mix of new and existing cards uh, just kind of giving everybody the same level playing field to at least build halfway decent decks like if you're just starting out and then start a new core set rotation in every single year. These are big foundational changes for Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, I don't play a lot of constructed Hearthstone anymore. I think this is actually going to be the first time I don't buy the uh, the bundles. Um, to be clear, I have every single card back since this game came out. And there's a pre-order card back right now in the bundle, and I have to spend a minimum of $50 or I could buy the big bundle for $80. Um, this is the first time I think I'm going to just stop and not do it and cut myself off and be like, all right, there's a card back, I'm done. Um, I don't play Construct anymore. I've shifted my focus. I play Battlegrounds. I'm really excited for the Battlegrounds. The Mercenary mode I will be trying out. I enjoy the, the duels and stuff like that that they've added. Um, and they did also announce that Battlegrounds will be getting a new minion type, uh, which is Quillbore. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. Um, and I actually enjoyed watching the uh, the Battlegrounds ex uh, exhibition match that they had um, more than the actual Hearthstone announcements. So, <sighs> another soon TM, by the way. This one's going to be very, very soon. I mean, if you just look at their 
yeah. expansion cadence. This one's going to be pretty it's, pretty soon. Except for Mercenaries, we should note, by the way, Mercenaries is probably further down uh, the year's calendar. Yeah. Three to four weeks I'm giving for this expansion. Yeah, I don't I don't see it any being any later than that, looking at their usual yep. cadence. It's already up for pre-order right now, so... Yep. Um, but yeah. Indy's all about classic. She actually, before the show, you are all about... I might actually go back to Hearthstone now. Yeah. I'm I, like I'm so about the old. See, I don't know. I I think I, I just, just enjoy the game. Why don't you game. just cancel your? You know, stop. Get rid of that priest on Shadowlands. Just go play <laughs> no. BC Classic. Go play Hearthstone Classic. Hey, by the way, we got a Diablo two thing coming back for you, so you can classic that up too. Yes. <laughs> we got the retro arcade for you. I mean, there's no need for you to be post 1996. There, there just there really is. isn't anymore. Denny needs somebody to have his back. <laughs> Oh, that's right. We got to free Mr. Abs from his sword. <laughs> it's true. I need to I need to save him. Nobody else cares. Everybody's like just leave him up there with the little mirrors pointed, you know. All it needs is a little tip. I'm going to go up there and just tip one of the mirrors. He's going to be free. You all are going to He's going to come after everybody who naysayed him, including you. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Mr. Abs trapped in his sword. Mr. Abs. <laughs> hey, but there's also some cool. If stuff I had his abs, I'd be wearing the V cut shirt too. What's that, Zist? I'm sorry, you were saying something. <laughs> so there's they they added uh, spell schools and stuff to Hearthstone as well. So like fireballs listed under the fire, and there's you know there's different stuff there. So it seems like there's there's a lot more interesting stuff that they could do with that now that they've they've grouped the spells into their own schools. Um, like to see where that goes. Yeah, and the progression yeah. track continues to receive. Some uh, love yeah. and attention after I actually, a huge blowback initially. I actually, and I very, I, like I said, I'm a very casual Hearthstone player. Um, and I actually just hit max level on the Battle Pass uh, or, or Tavern Pass or whatever it's called um, last or beginning of this week. Um, and I think I've made like five levels since then. Um, just doing the, the daily quests and stuff that they have. I log on uh, once every like two or three days, wipe the, the, the three out. And then, uh, yeah. So the the battle pass is actually fairly reasonable. To Jason get Winter speculated on MMOBomb dot uh, com when he was writing this piece for the site that uh, okay, since you have Forged in the Barrens, which is you know historically very horde driven, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the first time Hearthstone's really cashed in on a specific Warcraft uh, faction. You know, it's had all the references, all the characters, all that, but they're cashing in on the barons and and horde. That possibly, you know, it kind of makes sense, right? The next one go alliance in some way, shape, or form. You would think. And then he speculated the, and this is where the, I think that one's a given. But the interesting speculation he added to the piece at the end was, then you can come around for the third one from now, and capitalize on the alliance uh, v horde war the actual war part of of Warcraft, which I thought was an interesting notion to kind of loop around through Horde, Alliance, and then the clash between the two in a third expansion set from now. So Maybe. you could either you could either go in from there, go into Battle for Azeroth, which was very war-focused, yeah. or even Miss the Pandaria, which was also very war-focused um, and at the same time neutral. Uh, so that would be that would be interesting as well. Indy, you said maybe. I'll definitely have to placate the alliance because I think he's very right. Like they're gonna cry about it. Why did you give the horde something and not us? They're 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 babies, so they're gonna have to give them something next. 
<laughs> and wow. then they'll cry about why weren't they first. <laughs> wow. She's so I'm sorry. Mean. Okay, so I had some really I leveled an alliance priest and I had some really bad dungeon runs with Alliance. And <laughs> so she's going to hold it against the whole faction. All of hold you. Hold it against the whole faction because it never, this stuff. All of you Alliance dogs. <laughs> it just doesn't happen to me on Horde side. On Alliance side, people are just like a lot more rude, immature. Like this is just me randomly grouping with people and just coming across so much more toxicity. So yeah, I have my feelings about faction and i'm proud to be horde i am a horde main <laughs> tell you what I gang do i do still i do still like my alliance pals though i i, I don't think you have any more now <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very nice of you to say that you like them but i don't i don't think they're around anymore <laughs> i got something for you gang by the way, I'm going to give Hearthstone a uh, a five. I really don't care. It's just it's not it's not my <laughs> game. Neutral. I, I like neutral card five. games, but this one is so RNG that it it lost me a long time ago. And I really making it classic again just makes me go, great. What I left back then, you're bringing back. I, you know, I just a five. I mean, I, at this point, I don't think there's any way for Hearthstone to win you back. So. Um... Yeah. Regardless of what they do, if they move forward. You're not happy. If they move backward, you're not happy. If they stay the same, you're not happy. So you, yeah. it's just not a game for me. Yeah. Just, oh, and that's, and, and that's, that's fine. But I thought presentationally, it did what it needed to do. This is good stuff. If you're a Hearthstone fan, this is really good stuff. And I can't debate that. So I'm not going to give it a zero or a two. I'm going to put it at a five. Great presentation. Lots of good stuff. If you're a Hearthstone fan, just not a fan. Yeah. I give it like a six or seven, somewhere in there. 6.5. We'll, we'll go with that. Indy? Hearthstone redeemed themselves. Um, Here comes another I'm gonna nine. I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to... No, I'm going to throw him a 10 on this one. Wow. I am. Wow. Because it's exactly what I wanted to see. <laughs> they're, they're basically giving me exactly what I want. And they're Nostalgia. favoring my faction. Yeah. They're favoring Hearthstone's my faction. Hearthstone's got great abs and a V-neck. Indy <laughs> gives it a 10. <gasps> Could you imagine if they put Denathrius in there? Oh, wow. That would be even better. God. So I've just been showing this trailer in the lower corner before we even talked about it because it is just a badass trailer and it's got a little it bit awesome. it's got a little bit to get into the true badassery but uh so wanted to let it roll while we were finishing up there. Not a lot of Diablo 4 news. Obviously, we knew it's not coming until 2022, but we were right. Did get a class reveal. We speculated a while ago on potential classes for Diablo 4, so I'm not surprised to see the rogue here. I don't think either of you would be surprised by it either. Uh, actually, I think this might have been pre-Indie. This might have been P.I. when we speculated yeah. on those classes. Uh, we're so I'll ask you, Indy, were you surprised that it was a rogue uh, or did you not know anything because you're not generally a Diablo follower? No, I was never really a soup like I wasn't super into Diablo, but um, this trailer did get me excited. Um, it, are they bringing back rogues and are they also bring or is Druid a part of the game? Druid's already a part of the game. Druid's okay. already part. So when I saw they did a little, I saw a little bit of uh, Druid gameplay in there when they were showing this, and I was like, wow, you know what? Like, this looks really good. 
Like this is something that I would probably play. I don't know how into it I would get. It probably wouldn't uh, uh, like consume me like Warcraft does, but um, it looks amazing. Like I'm just watching it now and, and I might even get into playing a rogue because it looks like they do ranged and melee. Mm -hmm. Interesting that you bring that up because, because there's a nice little segue there, an unintentional segue. So game director <laughs> Louis Barriga said uh, that the, the Rogue has a specialization system that actually lets you do either. So if you want to be that more rangy uh, attacky uh, or that more melee attacky, you can. In fact, the direct quote is the players that are looking for range are going to be happy. Uh, and yeah. in fact, I could play a rogue and they think that I could look at Zista playing a rogue and he is playing it an entirely different way uh, for both classes. So uh, I'm all about being up in the face <laughs> and just smacking things. <laughs> you are a demon hunter. You are a demon hunter. I mean, the rogue looked like a demon hunter the way he was dashing. It around really did. Stuff, it really so, did. Yeah. yeah. Um, prior to this announcement. I was not very excited for Diablo 4 at all. Um, Diablo is usually a franchise that I go one time through the story and I don't pick up again. Um, I don't necessarily see that changing for me through Diablo 4, but I at least want to enjoy the character I'm playing on my way through. And up to this point, we had, what, the Sorcerer, the Druid, and uh, what the heck was the other one that was announced? Um I don't know. I can't think for the life of me. But regardless, like I just uh, barbarian, um, and I just was not excited, like even to play the barbarian, a melee character. I just I didn't enjoy the barbarian in Diablo three. I didn't enjoy it in uh, was it Diablo two? And I didn't enjoy it in the Diablo one expansion Hellfire. Uh, I just didn't enjoy uh, the barbarian at all. So if you thought like, for a right, minute whatever. I was going to help you with barbarian after you left me hanging on dead mines weeks ago. <laughs> Hey, I got there. I got there faster than you got to Deadmines. So uh, we are getting mounts too, uh, and Zist, yeah. I'm surprised to hear you say that you're kind of like a one time through the story here because you're going to be able to put armor on your mounts, put trophies on your mounts, cosmetically match your mount to Ears. your character if you want to, Indy. Why uh, can we not have this in WoW? Well, also, it should be noted that they didn't want to go too far into, like, the World of Warcraft fantasy style, so they're going to be a little more, you know, gothic medieval. They're going to stick with within the confines of the, the aesthetic of Diablo when it comes to mounts, but we will be able to mount up to get around. PvP nice. will be a thing, of course, but purely optional. They'll be done in these fields of hatred, and if you don't go in the fields of hatred, you don't have to worry about being PK'd or how the loot works. Uh, they did say once you enter, it's almost like Diablo 2 rules. It's pretty dangerous, particularly when hardcore difficulty comes into it. PvP is going to be an acquired taste, but no one should be worried about that because it is purely optional. On the PvE side of things, they did go through and talk about camps, uh, which were kind of like these different PvE locations, like a, it could be ruins of an old uh trading post or, or you know they have a or a church or something like that they are kind of post-apocalyptic where you can go and do uh old uh, or different content in these old ruins so it's another way to gain uh, progression it's all in a big open world and you can opt into this content as you adventure around so not a ton on the diablo 2 or diablo 4 front 
But man, that Rogue trailer indie, badass. Yeah. Uh, it definitely, like, and I'm not a Diablo person, but uh, after seeing the the gameplay footage, uh, I was like, okay, you know what? This is something I would consider trying now. Like, before I was not into it. Now I am. Zist, they did a great uh, job. <laughs> yeah, Zist, I'm going to let you score this one first. Ears. I want, I, I give it, I give it. You give it three ears pinned to a pew? A no, I give cube? it about seven, seven years out of seven ten. Seven years. Seven years. Seven years out of ten. Uh, yeah, I kind of got to give this a seven as well. Um, the, not to take anything away from the Rogue cinematic trailer, that was fantastic. Uh, definitely visually appealing and looked interesting. Not to take away from the news portion of it, but I'm still disappointed that this is... I, I thought we might see more. I, I Obviously, I didn't think we were going to get a release date because we knew this was kind of 2022 and beyond. Uh, but really, when you boil it down, they announced a new class for Diablo 4, and that was it. Like, the rest yep. was all allusions to things. I mean, the so. trailer still was fantastic. I want to know what's going on with the, the priest. Like, what is what is going on there? Like, I need to yeah. know more. You know, like... Indy, wrap um, but, it up. But now that we oh, have, go ahead. We Sorry. have four. I was gonna say, now that we have four classes revealed, we have one more left. What do you guys think it could be? Necromancer. I think. I think they have to go necro. You think so? Yeah. That, that was my prediction way back when. Uh, that one of those two needs. I would love to see necro come back too. To do they not have a healer class yet? The they typically don't. Right. That's, um, if yeah. they do, it's gonna be something like uh, Crusader or something like they did with D three. Um, where it's got like a little bit of light passive healing, but you know nothing uh, as a straight up healer that doesn't really exist in this world. Mm. What do you score it, Indy? How many ears? How many ears out of ten ears? I'm giving it eight ears. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. I, I was very pleased with the presentation. And that's coming from a non-Diablo player. Yeah. I mean, if they hit the mark <laughs> yeah. there... I'm more excited for it than I was before. I'll put it that way. How'd they do with this one for you? The Diablo 2 Resurrected announcement. Mm-hmm. Is this Indie Indie first? <laughs> yeah. we, nostalgia. Nostalgia goes first. Go yeah, let's have Indie nostalgia trip over a game she didn't really play. <laughs> yep. I didn't, but they made it look... See, see, here's the thing. When they went then back and forth, the shots between the old gameplay footage and the new gameplay footage, right? That's this one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They cleaned it up, but they didn't make it look like an entirely different game. And I can appreciate that. You need to maintain the integrity. Like, don't re-release a 20-year-old game if you're not going to, like, maintain its original integrity for the players who are fans of it. And as a player who didn't play the game, I want to be able to jump in and experience it, for the most part, how it was. So I can appreciate that. Absolutely. It is going to include all the content, by the way, from the Lord of Destruction expansion pack. Now... Uh, we all heard the stories a couple of weeks ago about how there was another expansion in the works back then, uh, but mm -hmm. that never released. So will we see it at some point for this? Who knows? But probably that not. That would be really interesting. But it, I think I it'd be kind of cool if it went that direction. Yeah, I would absolutely love it. Um, but uh, I, I watched a lot of the, like, the Vicarious Vision. Like, they were talking about it and how they were, like, you know, they went back and had, like, a lot of references and uh, they had old documents and stuff that they went through and certain scenes they were doing. And it's, like, um, 
there's garlic hanging from this one thing and they went back and like looked in the original Diablo 2 and it's like three little pixels of like white on there and they're like <laughs> oh yep I guess there was garlic there but you know nobody knew it was garlic hanging in the butcher shop <laughs> and it's like now you could actually tell what it is and stuff like that so like the little attention to detail is something that I've always appreciated with Vicarious Visions doing their um their uh, remakes and stuff like that so I'm glad this team is doing it as opposed to Blizzard whatever team might have been working on it before that uh, probably team the one. Diablo 3 I mean the uh, the Warcraft 3 remastered reforged team yeah oh, team 1 yeah team, yeah no no I'm glad I'm glad that they uh, Vicarious took over for this one um, I do like different things like the ability to instantly hit a button and toggle between yeah. the remastered and the original that's cool mm -hmm. we're getting a stash so you don't have to build a, a mule character anymore that's cool um, then oh uh PlayStation, Xbox, PC, you got all of that. And if you want it, cross progression. Thank that, you. I was actually really Thank impressed you. with because that's something like, you know Diablo the, 3 still doesn't have. On the Switch. Yeah, Diablo 3 doesn't have that on the Switch. You can't play on the PC and then go on the Switch and stuff like that. There's stuff that came out on the Switch that was like exclusive on the Switch that you would have liked to carry over to PC and stuff like this would have been way nicer. I'm, I'm glad they did it here. So, with that factor in mind, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this like a five out of ten. <laughs> wow! I'm with this really finish. awesome thing, I think they did yeah. average. average. It was it was gonna be lower <laughs> before that. It was. <laughs> I'm very hard to please. I, I gotta really say am. this though: they gotta be careful. They talked about the war, uh, or when they talked about the Warcraft uh, remake all those years ago. They talked about fully remaking all the cutscenes and everything. They said mm -hmm. the same thing here. Well, that was I've, Team One. Yeah. This is Vicarious. I right. trust. I have them a little more. more faith in Vicarious Visions here, yeah. but they did say that they are fully remaking every minute of Diablo Two cinematics, which is about twenty-seven minutes of total yeah. pre-rendered video. Uh, I am definitely picking this one up. Definitely picking this one. Yeah, up. I will be picking. I it was up mildly well. interested in going back because honestly, my memories of Diablo Two are sketchy at best, uh, because that's how long it's been. I, I have great memories of playing it and having fun, but if you ask me the storyline, I don't think I could even tell you anymore. So I I like getting to go back to something classic, but it having a new be a new experience, something that. I can't really get from WoW Classic, you know. So I would have preferred this like to be this. Diablo One or Diablo One and Two together. Yeah, I was wondering why it wasn't that money. Like, <laughs> money. I was wondering though, if you're gonna go back to Diablo Two, why not go back farther? Well, Diablo but... Two performed way better than Diablo One. Way did, better. So it doesn't make sense to go back and do one first. Money. So. But what would stop them from implementing something into this new release and kind of catching players up who didn't play the original Diablo with maybe some sort of either... They kind of have that going on in Diablo 3 every anniversary, so oh. that's, that's my only reasoning for why they didn't start there. I'm going to give it's this one... all about the story. I'm going to give this one an 8. I am excited for this one. Again, I thought what they showed was tremendous. Um, this one we should be seeing relatively soon as well uh, when compared to Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, of course. Uh, we're not going to see this next month or anything. But 
so yeah, I, I give it I give it an eight. Indy, what about you? Did this one grab you at all, or was it just all about the rogue for you in Diablo Four? And while interesting, <laughs> the rogue looks so cool. This just um, isn't something you're probably gonna touch. No, I can respect and appreciate this though, because being somebody who would love to go back and experience this and experience the story that I never really dove into before, you know, I'll still give this like a seven out of 10. Nice. I'm not sure if I'm going to be jumping in immediately, but I definitely will at some point. Right now, I'm just too engrossed in wow. All right. So here's what I got to say about our last topic before we finish up here. I don't think I've ever seen a presentation sister reveal so much without revealing anything. <laughs> yeah. I am honestly floored that there was no mention of Overwatch 2 in the opening ceremony other than coming up next. It's just I was floored. Absolutely floored. Um but when you got to the Overwatch presentation yeah. individually, they mm -hmm. dropped a ton of stuff. Yeah. But so not a lot of I, stuff. I mean, it's really I was, weird. I was watching this. I was co-streaming it on my stream. And we're sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, we're going to probably see a little bit of Sojourn, the new uh, hero, which they reveal with the railgun and stuff like that. I mean, we already knew heroes coming out and all knew the name knew she was from canada like we knew about that you know and all that stuff i was like all right we're gonna get the new maps and they showed off toronto they showed off rome they showed off new york and like those those maps look great and i'm just kind of like okay i've been really hard on overwatch 2 this whole time because i'm like it's a glorified expansion pack they don't want to call it an expansion pack because it's cross compatible. Like you can do all the combat. You can still group up and play with your friends that didn't buy Overwatch 2 and Overwatch 1. All the game modes, all the maps, all the characters, all that stuff is coming over with the exception of the, the I don't want to call it single player, but like the co-op missions that are coming out um, and the story campaign that's coming out. Those are the only two things that you can't do. So I'm sitting here going like, I'm going to get Overwatch 2, but I'm not like super excited. Like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this stuff. And then I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm just like getting more and more of a smile on my face as this thing goes on. I was completely blown away by what they had to show. Like at this to me stole the show. And before we even ask 20 out of 10. Wow. I'm uh, I'm a little, I, I thought he was going to say six out of 10. I'm a little, 20 out of 10. I'm a little flabbergasted. <laughs> Yeah, flabbergasted. So I don't have any snazzy like trailers for you. I don't have any snazzy video clips of any type for you. The new map looks snazzy. But, I mean, both uh looks amazing. There are like I said, a ton of details. But they're all very like small bullet pointy details like here's some screenshots uh, uh shots of some new maps and here's new york city and here's rome and here's some pvp changes and some screenshots and here's the new heroes missions mode which you know the whole pve side of the game is what a lot of people are looking forward to i would play an overwatch based pve experience uh so i probably will i mean i do own overwatch but i was a very very late adopter i only bought it because my my kids all three of them my two sons and my daughter 
they played and they wanted me to play with them. So fine, I did. Otherwise, I wouldn't even own the original Overwatch being strictly PvP. Uh, so I am all for like a, a campaign that, you know, centers on the members of Overwatch coming, coming to get, you know, very Avengers, right? You know, yep. <laughs> just bringing them all back. <clears throat> I liked some of the hero progression stuff that they showed off. I liked some of the updated looks that they showed off. But it wasn't a lot of like meaty information, Indy. It was very bullet pointy. True. I think it was enough to get whoever's going to be excited for this. It was enough because all I needed to hear was that there's going to be hero missions and, you know, with objective types like um, uh, gather and return, um, scavenger hunt, kill quests. Like that sounds so much more appealing to me than just queuing up over and over and over again to try and grind that competitive rank and it's like you get sick and tired of that and now it's there's more options there's more diversity and like what do you want to do how do you want to progress your hero so yes i love this even though we weren't really given any kind of visual so zista gives it a 20 out of 10 what do you give it 20 out of 10 i'm gonna go with an eight solid eight I give it a two. I give it a two. <laughs> Fair. I, yeah. Fair. You guys are all over I the place. I can appreciate that. I'm I don't give think it I've two. given anything less than an eight. I'm just like <laughs> super happy and excited for everything. And you guys are just like. Oh, we forgot one, gang. We forgot one. We did? Here's of the storm, dead in the water. Oh. <laughs> what? What? That is. Aww. It's not my fault. Like you, you all. Like I, you, like I'm being mean. It's... Oh. Man, look at that arcade classic bundle. And look at this. Get up there, little buddy. In and out of the pool there. Overwatch, you're fine. You're have... fine. Don't worry about it. Hots. I still have this Heroes of the Storm bonus in-game content uh, scratcher. I mean, you make fun of you make fun of heroes. Where was the StarCraft news? I get. True. I mean, fair. I get you know, fair. It's fair. sitting down I, there with Heroes I, of the Storm. I honestly <laughs> think we're going to be getting a remake of that next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's right after yeah. right after D two comes out. All but in I all, say... I got to give the entire show. I got to give it a. I, I think a seven and a half is fair. I think a seven and do, a half is fair. I do want to say though, with with Overwatch two, one of the things that I'm really excited for outside of like the story missions and stuff is like the the roles that they they want to assign and yep. like they're giving tanks like um, people who fire at them get less alt charge shooting at the tank, which makes sense because the tanks are bigger and beefier and a, a easier target to hit, so they get less charge on that. They also get knocked back less, which that's been needed forever, like fifteen percent reduced knockback range and and stuff like that healers get like an every single healer gets like a passive ability to them um stuff like that that's all stuff that's needed to be into the the game for a while yeah and then like the weather effects that they showed off just blew my mind like the sandstorm going through anubis um yeah and like and... i said don't get me wrong they dropped a ton of overwatch yeah. information but it was yeah. all like very bullet pointy 
We're not going to sit here and speculate on it. It's you know, right? Or or talk but about I think it. My there wasn't absolute anything. Absolute favorite. Yeah. My absolute favorite though was when they showed shooting the the omnic, and then it like fell back and knocked all the other omnics back with it. I was like, oh my god! Like this is such a small little detail. It's so subtle, but it's huge. It, it like the repercussions of this are going to be insane. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I can't stress it enough. Seven and a half to the whole show, Indy. Ten. Wait a minute. I majored in calculus. I don't think you scoring between eights and tens the entire show can make the entire show a ten. Is this just Overall, some special indie math? Yes. Everybody <laughs> that knows me knows that math is not my strong suit. But, uh, you know, I'm, they know that I'm a Blizzard fangirl. And even if it doesn't matter at this point, like they put out something awesome for us this year. I think given the, the, the current situation and times, I'm giving this a 10 because it was just, I mean, it just felt good to watch. Even if All it was right. a game that I wasn't going to play. Zista? Yeah. Um, before I give my, my final show rating, like the, the, the focus that they had on community and, and aspects of that. And there were some they fun videos, took, like the 30th anniversary animation yeah. cartoon that they I, actually took prominent, like influencers, uh, like big Diablo streamers and stuff like that, brought them in and did the Q and a with them instead of like having a blizzard, uh, person ask another blizzard person, you know, like it, like that felt really good to just have the fan, you know, like. Indy having her friend, you know, end the show at the cooking show. A lot of fan service, a lot of community-driven stuff, and like that's the best you could ask for in a time like this with the pandemic and yeah. you know having to deal with that. So like in that department, I give them a straight up ten out of ten. Um, they they did a fantastic job with that. Overall, the whole show for me as a fan sitting here watching at home, not being able to interact the way that I'm used to when I I participate with BlizzCon. I give it a, I give it like an eight out of ten. Um, I think they put in a very good effort to make this enjoyable for everybody. Yeah, and and so, yeah. I was at seven and a half to to an eight. I think the only thing that pulls me down a little lower than you is I have slightly less interest levels in Hearthstone and Overwatch. Uh, mm-hmm. Literally, from a show perspective, I think you and I saw it the same, and indie fangirled over it. But, yep. You know, well balanced show right here. With, yeah. uh, with these three with these three hosts uh, and we'll be here all next week to do it all over again well I mean it'll be different topics like we won't like trust me just come in and watch it it'll be it'll be different two out of ten like, like I'm not gonna say it's it'll be good but it'll be different <laughs> it'll be different from this it'll week. be a show it'll be a show uh, come on over Tuesday make sure you're checking out readycheckradio.com that's r-a-i-d-e-o dot com you can see it right there on the screen if you're watching on uh, YouTube or listening on Spotify head on over make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Twitch and everything and stop on over for a live show speaking of the live show chat after the show don't go anywhere don't go anywhere we'll finish up with a little couple minutes of post show since we ran a little long today on the BlizzCon review We'll go dark for 30 seconds, and we'll come on right back with Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty well. Hey, I remembered this week. Yeah, I was about to say, well, you remembered so much, I was waiting for Laura live, so I'm like, crap, I got to undo my, my mute and my, take my thing off. And no, I started at the beginning of the show saying, hey, uh, no Laura lies uh, this week. Cause we, I don't watch the beginning. I only tune at the end when I have to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week you should tune in because it'll, it'll be a show. 
I don't know if it'll be yeah, good. I've heard it'll, that. It'll be a show. It'll be a show. What are you playing tonight? Is it still Wasteland 3? I'm still doing more Wasteland. Uh, I just picked it up right where I left off last week. So if you were there, I'll be uh, right in the exact same spot and uh, hopefully trying to kill most everybody, but not quite one person tonight. Nice, nice. Chat, hang on. Mr. Winter will be up with some Wasteland 3 right after post-show. And if you're watching the recording, you're not going to see Jason. you got to come to the live show to do that and check out all the other streamers working and volunteering behind the scenes here at Ready Check Radio. Couldn't do it without them. Much appreciated. Until next week, Indy, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me over on twitch.tv slash IndyGarona and uh, my Twitter somewhere around here, I think. Yep, you, get, you got Garona. it. Yep, so, um, so it's pretty much the same name anywhere. I make myself very easy to, to find. Uh, and I heal things pretty much all the time. So if you enjoy that healer support class vibe, come see me. Zista. Feel free to give me all of your hate about my review of BlizzCon <laughs> down below at itzista, X-I-Z-T-A, um, and, and twitch.tv slash Zista, X-I-Z-T-A. Sounds fair. I'll, uh, I'll get over there right after the show. Um, Mike Byrne, you can follow me personally right there at MagicMan1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio on Twitter so that you get tweets every time we go live with one of our three uh, shows that we do every week or any of our streamers coming online playing anything under the sun. Until next time, gang, stay safe, and we'll see you on the servers. Mike, do you want to do Torghast with me now? Come on!